Hi, and welcome to the Writing and Marketing Show brought to you by author Wendy H. Jones. This show does exactly what it says on the tin. It's jam-packed with interviews, advice, hints, tips and news to help you with the business of writing. It's all wrapped up in one lively podcast, so it's time to get on with the show. And welcome to episode 79 of the Writing and Marketing Show with author, entrepreneur, Wendy H. Jones. Well, today, as I uh, record this, and the date is the 20th of July, 2021, yesterday was what was commonly known as Freedom Day in um, England, and we've gone down to level zero in Scotland. Now, to be honest, I'm not entirely sure what it means in England. In Scotland, it's not meaning a whole heck of a lot, apart from we can have a few more people um, indoors with us. Uh, So we can have up to eight people now. But I'm carrying on wearing my mask. I'm carrying on social distancing. I'm carrying on protecting other people. But it does mean, actually, what it does mean is that we do have a little bit more freedom. We've got a bit more... uh, freedom to do things that we weren't able to do. So I thought this would be a good time to talk about um, inspiration again, because obviously uh, in the last 18 months when we've been stuck indoors most of the time, inspiration has come from in our heads. Inspiration has pretty much come from our um, own four walls. And we've not being able to do a lot of the things that would inspire us and give us ideas for our writing. Now, I'm a great believer in having a lot of different ideas uh, for your writing. I'm a great uh, believer in doing a lot of different things that will inspire you. Um, So I thought I would revisit and touch on a lot of them today. Um, Before I I go into that, I would just like to say it's an absolute pleasure to bring you this show every week. I do so willingly and I love doing it, but it does take time out of my writing. If you would like to support that time, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash Wendy H. Jones. And I would be very grateful. You can do that for as little as $3 a month. And it would mean that you're enjoying it all and you want me to carry on doing the show up to the 100th episode at least. I'll review everything at the 100th episode, but I'm hoping I will carry on for 200, 300, 500 episodes. The sky's the limit. Who knows? I might still be here in a thousand episodes. Uh, you know, God willing, in a fair wind, as they say. Uh, but if you went there, I would be very grateful and, uh, you know, it would support my time. So what about inspiration? Well, there are so many different places that you can get inspiration um, for writing. And one of the ones which I like is going to art galleries because you can get so much inspiration from the images in art galleries. Now, or the paintings in art galleries, should I say. Now, As I say, I love them. I love looking at the paintings. But rather than just looking at, oh, isn't that a beautiful beautiful image? You can look at the whole scene and take in maybe a family and that will give you an idea of what were they doing? Why were they gathering like that? Was it just for the picture? Um, What could the people in the the painting be thinking? Ask yourself questions. Ask yourself a lot of questions. Write down questions in advance so that you've got them at hand and you can think about them and jot down the ideas. Focus in on one tiny little bit of it. There might be a child playing with um, a dog or 
it may be as simple as a painting of a, a bowl of fruit. Why did the artist think that was important? What was going through their mind at the time? And just ask yourself questions. You know, why fruit? Were they practicing? Were they at the beginning of their career? Were they at the end of their career? Were they asked, were they commissioned to do this painting because somebody wanted it for their wall? Lots of questions to ask. And art galleries are a rich, rich source of inspiration. Then museums. Now, I live in a very small city, Dundee. It's not the biggest city in the world. You can get from one end to the other in 20 minutes in a car. So we're not exactly talking New York or London here. But even so, we have so many museums. Uh, we have the Science Museum. We have the Verdant Works, which is the Duke Museum. We have the Victorian Albert Museum, the McManus uh, Museum and Art Gallery. We have the Dundee Museum of Transport. We have Discovery Point, where the RRS Discovery ship is. Um, and that's the ship that went to uh, the North Pole. Was it the North Pole? No, it didn't. It went to the Antarctic. Crumbs, I don't even know Dundee history. It went to the Antarctic, but it was with um, Captain Scott, uh, Robert Falcon Scott, and it was uh, built in Dundee, so that's there. Uh, we also have... Uh, HMS Unicorn, which is another um, another sh ancient ship in Dundee. Um, and H HMS Unicorn is a frigate, and it's the oldest example uh, frigate still afloat. So we've got a lot of different inspiration. Now, I will tell you that um, RRS Discovery um, is the setting for one of my murder mystery books so and it's called that murder mystery is called um killer's crew and it's about a film crew and the, and the ship's crew and it was all inspired by a visit to uh, uh rrs discovery and to be honest i i just came up with the idea and i ran with it so don't limit yourself if you go on an old ship um then Think about what stories could be inspired by that. They don't have to be historical. Museum uh, stories do not have to be historical. I was on a visit to the McManus uh, Museum and Gallery and I come up, came up with a contemporary young adult mystery. Um, what if a dagger was on loan and it was stolen? And then a couple of teenagers had to do it. So don't limit yourself to history when you're in these places. Country walks are a rich source of inspiration. Uh, I mean, it didn't do um, it didn't do Robert Burns any, uh, you know, it didn't do him any harm because when he was ploughing, just doing his job, ploughing on his farm, he upturned a mouse's nest and the mouse was running away and inspired a poem. To a moose, as we say here, or to a mouse, for all those who are English and don't understand the Scottish vernacular. So never dismiss anything out of hand. The smallest, tiniest things can give you inspiration for your writing. Um, going to the seaside, the seaside is packed with ideas for stories. You know, you've got the sea, you've got seaweed, you've got grass, you've got um, sand, you've got the creatures that live in the sand, so, so, so many different um, ideas at the seaside. You've got piers, you might have piers, you might have a fun fair, you might have a riverside walk, um, the cafes that are there, um, 
you know, fish and chip shops? Have they got tourist shops? Have are people wearing kiss me quick hats, which was a thing when I was a child. I don't know if they do that anymore. But if we went to Blackpool, there were kiss me quick hats and things like that. Are there children with buckets and spades? Uh, you know, people lying there resting. Lots of inspiration. Just look around you. Look at everything. The colours, the sights, the sounds, the smells. Even if it doesn't inspire a story. Guys, if your character goes to that place, the countryside or the um, seaside, then that will give a richness to your narrative and richness to your story and help it pop off the page. Um, you know, fun fairs. Fun fairs are a rich source. Although at the moment, you may have to socially distance, guys. So I have to say with the caveat at the moment of if it's happening, because some of these things still might not be happening. Um, fun fairs can give you ideas for stories. They can also You can also listen to the people around you. What are they talking about? Uh, what do they sound like when they're on the fun fair rides? Uh, are they eating ice creams? Is the ice cream dripping down them? Are wasps bothering them? Lots and lots of different things you can think about and write down um, and listen to what they're saying. Um, swimming. Why not go to a swimming pool? You know, what are things like? Why are people swimming? Are they swimming to keep fit? Are they swimming because they enjoy it? Are they swimming because the doctors told them to? Um, are they swimming because it's the only thing that's open at the moment? You know, lots of things you can look at and think about. You know, are they plotting a murder? Okay, I'm a crime writer. I'm usually plotting a murder somewhere. Uh, so if I'm swimming up and down, you can bet your bottom dollar I'll be thinking about how to bump people off. Not for my children's picture books, though. Sorry, small gap in proceedings there because I had to take a little drink. So what else um, can you do? How about writing down a word? This morning, I tried it with just one word, mill. That was all I had, mill. And I did a mind map of lots and lots of different stories that I could come up with just from that one word. And I can assure you I came up with over a hundred just from writing down the word mill. And I used a I used a brand new mind mapping um, program that I discovered this morning and it's called MindNode. Now I'm using the free version at the moment, but I think I might get the actual um might get the actual paid version because it's very good. It's £20 a year or something or £19 a year, which is £1.62 a month. It's very, very good value. But even the free one is good um, and you can have a go and you can try it out. But I'm not here to sell your mind now. I'm just saying that I, I did that this morning and came up with um, something which I'm going to use in my uh, writing. And all those story ideas I came up from, from one word. So just write a random word down and go with it, run with it and decide that you want to do it. Um, what about coffee shops? What are people doing? What are they wearing? Uh, what are their conversations about? Listening to the conversations. Look at what the baristas are doing. You could come up with a story for a barista. You know, so many different stories. What what colours are in the coffee shop? Is it branding? Is it vibrant? Is it, is it quirky? Is it unusual? Do they have secondhand books that you can help yourself to? What is the story? What are the story of the stories of the people that are in there? Um, 
Parks. Parks are another great place. We have numerous parks in Dundee and I'm sure you do as well wherever you live. So if you've got parks, go and visit them. Look at what they're like. Have they got trees? Have they just got flowers? Have they got a little castle in them? We're obsessed with castles in Scotland. So a lot of our parks do have a castle in them, I have to say. Um, so is there a castle? Um, is there a stately home in it? Um, is there a duck pond? Is there a boat pond? Um, all these places can give you so much inspiration. The children's play park. Is there a paddling pool? Horse riding? Um, a golf course? I'm talking about one park we have in Dundee, which is called Camperdown Park, and it's got a lot of these things, um, you know, or did at one point. So what are the sorts of things that you can actually see and do in that place? Why are the people there? Are they there for exercise? Are they there for fun? Are they there because they just want to see other people because they're lonely? Let your mind just go wild. Um, newspapers. Oh my goodness, newspapers are a rich source of inspiration, whether they're contemporary or historical. I'm going to give you a little example. I was reading um, a copy of the Dundee Evening Telegraph or the Courier, I'm not sure which, from uh, VE Day. So it's a historical paper. Um, I was reading it and I was looking at a lot of different things in terms of what was going on in that time. And there was a tiny, tiny little three line, three sentence um, piece. Now, bear in mind, this is VE Day. And they said that somebody or other had died um, and they were the leader of the Ku Klux Klan in a in a town, an estate in America. And I thought, why did somebody think that was important to report in the Dundee Telegraph on the day of VE Day? Now, did they come from Dundee originally? Now, I think that would make a brilliant article because I would want to research that. And by the way, it's copyright to me now. No, I'm not joking. We all write different things. Um, so I thought that would be a really good thing to research. And I thought it would be a brilliant um, idea for a story. Why did somebody from Dundee go to America and become and join the Ku Klux Klan and become, um, you know, the leader of the Ku Klux Klan? Now, that's going to be a very deep and a horrible piece. It's not going to be fun piece because obviously I'm not saying that anybody should join the Ku Klux Klan or the Ku Klux Klan are right or that anybody should be doing anything like that. But as a piece, it's interesting to think about. Um, and you will get a rich source uh, from newspapers and taking that further also from magazines. And what about the adverts in the newspapers? Oh my goodness, I can tell you now that on VE Day, the people, good people of Dundee were obviously obsessed, and I mean obsessed with constipation, because every single advert seemed to be for uh, laxatives laxative chewing gum, laxative chocolate, laxative that you could buy at the chemist. Oh my goodness, you could buy it everywhere. And that would make a brilliant, quirky story, I think. Um, so look at the adverts. What are they telling you about the people at the time? But they can, the adverts can also tell you about the people of the time if you're writing a historical fiction book and can give you inspiration for a storyline for your longer book. Um, Castles, well, as I say, in Britain, you can't, in Britain, well, in Britain, yes, but certainly in Scotland, you can't move without tripping over, um, you can't move without tripping over a castle. So castles are a rich source of inspiration, whether they're ruined castles, whether they've got museums in them, whether they're, um, 
whether they're telling you just a piece of life like a toy museum, uh, something like that, because there are castles with toy museums in them, or whether it's still um, a castle with people living in it, but they're open to the public. Um, There are castles everywhere. Go to castles. You will come up with a lot of different ideas for stories. Libraries. Libraries, you can do it in a lot of different ways. You can watch people or people sitting, reading the newspapers there, the free newspapers because they can't afford newspapers. Are they doing it because they're lonely? Um, their spouse might have just died and they can't bear sitting reading the, in their newspaper in the house because that's what they'd done when their wife or husband uh, was alive and they did it together. So they're now going to the library to do it. Are they looking for a job? Um, what? Just let your imagination work run wild in the libraries now there's no being quiet you can you know i've gone to the library and we've heard people uh the the, you know children singing i'm a little teapot you know because they have children's time so that can give you ideas you know what are the librarians doing lots of ideas um blogs if you read blogs you can get a screed of ideas for um, short stories, for poems, for um, articles. And I'm not saying recreate the blog. I'm saying you can get ideas. Then observatories. What about observatories? Um, observatories are great places. Unfortunately, the one in Dundee is closed at the moment because of COVID. So we can't go there. But we do have the Mills Observatory. But you can go and look at the night sky or even just go and look at the night sky outside. Um, But that can give you a lot of ideas for books. You know, it could be romantic walks. It could be, um, you know, people staring at the sky, thinking of higher things. Could be Christian. It could be sci-fi. It could be fantasy. All sorts of things. Then statues. Honest to goodness, statues are an amazing way of doing um, stories. And articles. For example, in the middle of Dundee, we have a dragon. And the dragon is based on a folktale. And I've done an article about that dragon in for a magazine piece. We also have a polar bear, a statue of a polar bear in the middle of Dundee. Now, Dundee is not exactly in the North Pole or the Antarctic, but apparently in the past, somebody um, had two polar bears in Dundee. They they went off with the whaling ships. They brought back um, two polar bears and they were showing them off in Dundee and taking them to fairs. And apparently they broke loose uh, one day and were chasing people. So we now have a statue of someone being chased by a polar bear in the middle of Dundee. Um, we also have a lot of penguin statues, but that's because the RRS Discovery uh, went off to the Antarctic Uh, So we like penguins. We like a nice penguin in Dundee. But what does that say about the people of Dundee? Um, What does it say about Dundee itself? Uh, You know, we also have statues that... um, We have statues that uh, for uh, of Desperate Dan, uh, Minnie the Minx, Nash of the Dog, Dennis the Menace. They're all cartoon characters. They're characters from comics that uh, are written and illustrated and printed in Dundee. And we have a, a we're waiting for a museum, a comic museum, to open as well. But it's all been delayed by COVID. But obviously, you can't write stories about the cartoon characters, but you could write an article, The History of Dundee, in, you know, 20 20 statues. You can get ideas from all of that. 
Then, um, what about hill climbing? We have a lot of hills around here. What can you see? What does it make you think of? You know, lots of ideas. Um, go on a bus ride and just listen to what people are saying. Look at what they're wearing. Um, you know, what interests them? Do they look bored? Do they look happy? Do they look miserable? Do they look tired? Are they going to work? Are they going to visit grandchildren? Um, are they going to, you know, visit the cemetery? Lots of things that these people could be doing. So think about it. Train rides are exactly the same. I don't need to go over that again. It's the same as bus rides. Although if you're in first class, it can be quite pleasant because you get some nice food as well, uh, which is always a good thing. Um, what about your local archives or even national archives? You can get so much inspiration from those archives. And if you listen to uh, the the actual um, podcast that I did, and I think it's entitled um, When Things Go Wrong, um, then you can listen to what I was um, talking about in terms of, uh, you know, doing research in archives and find out how you can do that. Um, shopping centres, again, why are people there? Do they want to buy a birthday present? Um, do they want to uh, buy something for themselves? Are they out doing the shopping? Are they just passing time? Are they bored? Do they look as if they've had enough and they want to go home? Do husbands look as if they're being dragged around by the scruff of the neck? Um, bowling alleys ice skating, all rich sources of what people could be doing. Um, why not go up a, a tall building in your um, city? Now, in Dundee, we have the old steeple, uh, which is Scotland's oldest surviving medieval church tower. And we can go to the top of that and see Dundee from a totally different angle. And that gives me so much inspiration because I see buildings I didn't even know existed. I see things at the tops of buildings that I didn't even know were there because I've never looked up. So that's another thing. Look up. I also did a similar thing when I was in Jerusalem and I went to the top of the church tower and I looked down on Jerusalem and you could see so many things. How many people actually had gardens and had, um, you know, on tops of the buildings in Jerusalem? Because a lot of the buildings are flat there. So you could see a lot of gardens on the top. You could see buildings that were squashed in between other buildings. Fascinating. That was in the old city. So you can do that sort of thing. Um, traveling, travel to other places. Now, again, the caveat here is we're not actually allowed to travel at the moment. COVID cases are rising in, in um, Britain and a lot of countries are saying that they don't actually welcome us. So uh, the one caveat with all of this is stay safe with it all. But traveling will give you a rich, rich, rich source of inspiration for your writing. Um, also, supermarkets. Something as simple as standing at the cheese counter and looking at all the different cheeses and thinking about all the different places they've come from could give you an idea for an article. Or you could be writing a story about somebody that um, is buying cheese or that loves cheese and is trying to eat every single type of cheese that's ever come from the world. This is all off the top of my head, guys. I haven't prepared this, um, so I don't know. It's up to you to think about things. I'm just giving you ideas of what you can do. 
Um, a boat trip. We can do boat trips in Dundee. Uh, we can go out into the Tay. We can go out to the uh, sea a little bit and we can do boat trips. So boat trips can give you a rich source of information. Guided walks. We can do so many guided walks in Dundee. It's amazing. Um, I would like to give a shout out to the chaps from Dark Dundee who do a very good job of doing uh, the Dark Dundee talks. But there are also other talks that you can take the children on and things like that. I did a Jack the Ripper walk in London. That was amazing. So that brings me to the end of everything that I am going to talk about today. Uh, what I will say is I'm going to finish uh, it's by saying, these are just ideas. Use your own ideas, guys. Go out, think about ways. What ideas have you got for writing uh, stories like this? They would really, you know, you can get so much inspiration from everywhere. So I would advise you to get a notebook, get a pen and start writing down all the different ways that you can think of getting ideas for stories. Then write down the ideas that you've got from those. Before you know where you are, you will have a million story ideas and you will be cooking on gas. So have a great week and next week I will be back with another interview you. Enjoy your week and keep writing. That brings us to the end of another show. It was really good to have you on the show with me today. I'm Wendy H. Jones and you can find me at wendyhjones.com. You can also find me on Patreon where you can support me for th- uh, as little as $3 a month, which is less than the price of a tea or coffee. You go to patreon.com forward slash Jones. I'm also Wendy H. Jones on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Pinterest. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you found it both useful and interesting. Join me next week when I will have another cracking guest for you. Until then, have a good week and keep writing, keep reading and keep learning.